Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Cocktail Club here on 8-Bit. Um, thank you for bearing with us, it's been a long time between drinks, so to speak. Uh, no pun intended, uh, the pun was definitely intended. Uh, the, this episode uh, features a wonderful man, uh, you may know him as Australia's Jono Peck, you can find him on the socials at Jono himself. And first off, I need to uh, issue an apology. Um, to Jono and uh, to you guys, the listeners. Uh, it's been a long time between drinks, as I already said, but also it's been a long time since me and Jono actually recorded this. We recorded this back on the 7th of August, and as I am recording this intro, it is today, the 28th of September. Uh, unfortunately, I had some issues uh, with personal life matters that came up, which affected my ability to uh, edit and get this podcast out to you guys. Um, it's been on the back burner as a result. Uh, literally just re- finished recording with Jono again the other night with um, uh, for the Return to Monkey Island spoiler cast as well. Check that out on the Hungry Gamers podcast feed, uh, where we did two cool things on Monkey Island. That being said, this episode, me and Jono, we talked about uh, the drink, the, whis- the Winty Whisker sca- Sour. Uh, we talked a lot of things about gaming and just life in general. Um, a- a- Actually struggling to remember everything we we talked about, so I'm going to pretty much go back and listen to this episode uh, myself. So I'll probably join you for the ride. Um, but yeah, we, we talked about his, his interviews uh, with doing putting in work and how Comedy Rewind came about, um, and a whole host of other things. So yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoy what we're we've done here. Um, and again, I need to apologise to everyone. So uh, I'm very very sorry. Um, uh, please don't hold it against me uh, for not editing this in a more timely manner. Um, but here we go. So, ladies and gentlemen, at Jono himself, Australia's Jono Peck. Well, first of all, mate, let's uh, start off with a good cheers. cheers. Ching, ching. How we go? That's not too bad. That's not too bad. Have you had this drink before, Benny? No, no. I've had something similar. Um, We should say we're drinking a winter... What what is it called? A winter warmer sour. Winter whiskey sour? Winter whiskey sour. Yeah. You did did a Um, form of whiskey sour with uh, Andrew, I think. Natoli. Yeah. But that that, that was more closer to a traditional whiskey sour, but then it also had a red rot wine float or a port float over the top a, of it which really gave it a, a fruity was flavor it called like a new new york whereas, whiskey sour or something yeah, yeah. new york sour yeah um whereas the difference with this is um don't have the egg white in it and the orange juice yeah. so you get a lot of that um very strong bourbon flavor but you get a um a, yeah a nice little hit of orange flavor zest to it as well and i've mm. and the orange is actually quite strong flavor in it so good orange yeah, 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 it's good orange. It's just, it's just, it's strong. Like you mm. can definitely taste the orange. So I've got. What do you? Yeah, I mean, I like it. I um, I've got mm. orange and lemon trees in the backyard. So I was trying to find something I could squeeze from the own, from my own soil. So I think there's a bit yep. of a novelty with that. And my oranges in particular are very sour, which I I, I love. Oh, yeah. So it's an extra sour drink mm-hmm. for me, which um, nice, <laughs> which I, I can't complain with. It's it's a, it's a nice little treat mm. to start my holidays. Yeah. I'm on holidays yeah. as of tomorrow. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Are you going to do anything special for your holidays at all? Or just, yeah. just mooch around at home and just take some time off and enjoy the A bit of both. Break? So um, yeah. yesterday I went to Melbourne, spent the night with Brendan, mm-hmm. caught up with yep. um, him and Jack Cruz for lunch and then went out nice. for dinner and drinks with Brendan. Which is pretty good. You've probably seen the pizza photos. Um, yeah, I have. I have uh, deep dish in Melbourne went really nice. And yep. then Tuesday we're gonna head back to Melbourne with the rest of my family. Gonna go to the zoo with a young one, oh, cool. which will be fun. He hasn't been before there. And then we're gonna dump him off with my mum, and we're gonna take off to uh, uh-huh. the Great Ocean Road for a couple of nights. So it's our um, 
Huh. Parents get away yeah. and some quality grandma time. It's, it's our nine year wedding anniversary, so that's the that's the oh, reason for well, it. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. It's gone pretty yeah, quick. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. always does, doesn't it, mate? Yeah. No, that's awesome. So congratulations on the nine year wedding anniversary and obviously, yeah, enjoy the mm. bit of time away from Bub, but I'm sure you'll be missing him more than you. Yeah. You realize as soon as it it's happens. one of those it's one of those bittersweet things I guess where it's like so yeah. nice to just switch your brain off and not worry about keeping a person alive <laughs> but then yeah by the end of it yeah you do miss them no tiny humans screaming at you for a few days <laughs> sleep ins and like uh yeah. you know like going out for meals without worrying worrying about like what time is it is it going to be nap time mm-hmm. is, it, is there going to be something for him to eat yeah just like yeah back to i guess back to the uh the old days it'll feel like <laughs> yeah it'll be a it'll be a bit of a shock to the system i'm mm. sure a nice nice shock to the system yeah. but how about yourself uh what's the yeah. weekend been like for you so far um it's mostly been quiet for me i hit up the barbers yesterday get the beard trimmed mm-hmm. up um little bit of a tidy up on the haircut because i didn't get much hair really cut at all because i'm trying to grow it back out after having a undercut shave for right. a long time it's all still pretty long i have so, to say they didn't take too much yeah off. yeah it's, it's still pretty long um so i haven't actually like like hair wise but not, not a lot was cut mm. but um it's not like tie back length anymore right. either so it's kind of that sort of weird in between phase where it's growing back properly but um, it's getting there. It's getting there. But nice beard trim always feels good and uh, means I don't look like a homeless bugger for a couple of weeks as well, which is nice. What kind of so, barber is yeah. it? Do they take care of you while you're there? <laughs> no. It's not one of the, uh, pretty much the beer. Just, and... No, not a... Uh, yeah, no, it's not one of those ones. But he used the guy that I go to, he used to work at one of those sort of places. Um, so you'd go in there and you get a beer or whatever, but... Because I always have my appointment at like nine o'clock in the right. morning. It's not really beer o'clock. Um, it's not not really beer o'clock. So I'm I'm just fresh off a of coffee. So I usually get a bottle of water as I'm walking sure. out the door. And that's about it. But yeah. Um. But yeah. So for me, it wasn't really much of a weekend this weekend. Uh, today was nice, just milling around at home, getting some chores done, and all that. And uh, yeah, having a little bit of a tipple tonight. So. Good stuff. Yeah, Can't pretty complain, good. Hey. Pretty good all all around, man. I'm pretty good all around. Um, and we've done like it's kind of funny because I was thinking about it, it's like we've done a few Sunday night podcasts almost in a yeah. row now. <laughs> there was like one week <laughs> off in between, probably. Yeah, yeah. I think there was a week off between the eight bit cast and yeah. the um, comedy rewind. But yeah, so it's been um been interesting to think of, like we've done these podcasts a little bit regularly now between the two of us. But the Comedy Rewind, I thought it was a really good chat with um, talking about the whole shallow howl and um, is it fat phobic or ugly phobic or whatever we want to call it really, <laughs> like body shaming in general really um, and look shaming I suppose mm. too. Um, how how'd you find the finished product of that episode? Yeah. Were you... No, I thought it was good. I th- thought we had a good back and forth mm. about it and I think... I don't know, it's up to the listeners to decide whether we nailed it or not, I guess. But I think That's true. Um, That's true. I still do think the overall message of the movie mm. is a positive oh, one definitely. and kind of for me at least means they can get away with a lot of what they're doing. It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like the ends justify the means, but then like the means yeah. are mean in this case. So, yeah, they're pretty mean. <laughs> so um, Yeah, it's 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 it, it yeah. does that undercut the message, I guess, could be the, the argument. Mm. Um, and some people would probably say yes. But um, yep. I suppose when you're not the victim of, of the... Um, you're not the target of those at- yeah. attacks, then it's easier for us to say, oh, yeah, the, the message was okay in the end. But if you've been if you've exactly. been so offended that you don't even get to the end of the movie, then it's not going to be mm. much, much use. So, yeah. True. How about True. you? Yeah. Yeah, I I thought we walked away. I think we did a, a pretty accurate chat on it, like and discussing the themes of it. And I think we we're both pretty honest with the quality of the yeah. film. And I I think I think I said, kind of said it best. Like I summed it up the best in in my mind anyway. Is that um, 
what all the good it's trying to do doesn't outweigh mm. all that it does to get to the, the the good message at the end of it. Um, and like you said, the 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 ends don't justify the means in my mind. Yeah, um, it's interesting, isn't it? Though, so, like you, I'm thinking about mm. other forms of art that are trying to say something. Yeah, and something that comes to mind is The Last of Us, uh, especially part part mm-hmm. two, which is. Have you played yep. part two? No, no. Right. See, I'm not a last last of us guy because I I can't get into the first sure. game. Well, I won't, I'm not going to spoil it just yeah. in case you get there one day. But essentially, it's a. It's... Uh, that's all right. I kind of guessed the major spoiler. I, I, yeah, okay. I just guessed it. So, and I was like, oh, this happens, and it was like, and then I found out that was real. I was like, oh <laughs> shit, I didn't mean yeah. that at all. So, I mean, it, like it, you can still say like it's a revenge story and it's very violent. Yeah, and mm. to get to the end of the game you have to go through all these acts of violence um Mm -hmm. almost to the point of like i don't want to press the button i don't want to do this but i have to to get through it and you could come away from that and say oh this game is glorifying violence and it's you know it's um, yeah it's it's sickening and it's it's trauma it's traumatic Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff but like the whole point of the thing is that all of that violence doesn't get the character any uh peace at the end of it you know what i mean like like, that's the whole point is you have to go through all that to get to the point um and so for some people they'll say it doesn't work because you've engaged in that violence to get there but for me it it really works because you feel that at the end you feel like i've been Mm. through all this stuff and i've watched these characters go through all this trauma and yeah like what have they got out of it kind of thing yeah 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 i it's that's one of the sort of games that like especially part two i've kind of i actually because i do own a copy of the remastered version Mm -hmm. of last of us um so i did try to go back to and play it again when um part two was about to come out and the ai and just some of the gameplay mechanics was just like I was just sitting there playing it. And I was just getting frustrated with it, and I, I didn't get through like three you, hours. You might be a prime put this candidate down. for this part one remaster then, because remaster yeah. exactly. And that's it's kind of what I'm thinking as well, because I'm I've heard like the gameplay has changed up mm. a lot in part two, so it's very different to what was in the original, yeah. um, and that this remaster will do that. So. I, the only thing is, it's like I, I'm very on the fence on. Do I want to spend money on it? Sure, as yeah. well. No, that's that's fair. I um, guess there's always sales. Yeah, and it will come down at one point, but exactly, exactly. But yeah, so I'll, that that's just kind of where I'm sitting on the whole remastered or what are they calling it now? Just yeah, part it's a one. Re, it's a remake, I guess. Remake. Yeah. 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 And just get back onto the topic of comedy rewind for mm. a second. Is there any other films where you found that there was a very, and it's mostly because that how well that the films tend to sort of age or some mm. films age anyway, where there was a conflicting message similar to Oh How? Or um, let me think. I might pull up my sh- my spreadsheet like, of all the spreadsheet. Of all the, movies. the one I remember obviously is we talked about like. Um, uh, Team America, where uh, there was no message, that was just offensive for the sake of being offensive. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, let me see. I'm like, just going to work through it... some of these while you talk. But yeah, so like, I'm going to try and think of the other ones I mean, we've done uh, together. Like the Nutty we, Professor, we've done a few of the Farrelly ones together. The Nutty, Nutty Professor, Professor has a similar kind of thing going on, where it's very mm-hmm. much about like, like the message is about it's what's inside that counts and not all about looks but to get there there's a lot of you know jokes at the expense of of um sherman clump Mm. so that yeah that that kind of i I did that one with uh salim i think that was episode uh no it it wasn't episode 50 it was an earlier one so that was that was one that um had some similar concepts Mm um i'm trying to think what else like because a lot of these movies obviously don't really have a message they're just they're yeah. just there um they're just there they're just funny yeah that's right there's, there's i don't think there's a lot that would probably fall into the comedy rewind 
purview that where they're supposed to have a message like yeah the only other like we did um the uh me myself and irene together as well that didn't like it kind of had a feel good message moment sort of thing to it but it wasn't really an overall arching Mm. message to it i mean Um, a lot of yeah i guess they all have these messages like the mask for example mm. you were on that podcast and and that's yeah. again a similar thing where it's like you don't need to be this like about believing in yeah it's like like yeah. you don't need to be someone else i guess like you don't need to put on a mask yep. to um to to get the girl or you know to excel or mm. to achieve your potential um but you know, if he never put the mask on, then he probably never would have got with Cameron Diaz character. Anyway, so yeah. I guess that maybe undercuts the message a little bit. Uh, it does. It does. Yeah. Liar, liar! Like that's a so, that's a, you know got a message about yeah lying, obviously telling the truth. <laughs> like, as I go yeah. through, like yeah, yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire, same kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you know about identity and and. Being deceitful or truthful, or yeah, those sort of themes they kind of lend themselves pretty well to comedy, anyway, don't they? Yeah, sure. And uh, how many episodes, like Shallow How, what episode number was that? Uh, 79, I think. I think, yeah, wow. Which it's a fortnightly podcast, so we've been going for you know, like I guess two years, two years. Oh, you started it. I started in July, twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah, I think that might that that kind of rings a bell in my mind. And you did it obviously off the back of the eight bit Mm. Patreon original launch ideas and reading the backers' goal, and we got there. So thank you very much to the listeners that got us there. That was really just an excuse Uh, to to do something for me like i was like i was gonna do the podcast anyway but i may as well try and get some yeah, Patreon yeah. stuff on on the, <laughs> on the board as well true true so what was the inspiration for starting to do it um was it just something you had in the back of your mind for a while yeah there's a podcast called the rewatchables that um gets mm-hmm. made by a website called the ringer and i love listening to that yep. and the concept for that one is just covering all the movies that are rewatchable, literally. But it could be any, it's mm-hmm. like any genre, um, from like Shawshank yep. Redemption to, um, you know, Bridesmaids or whatever. And it's that's about yep. like if you're flicking through the TV channels and that movie's on, do you have to sit down and watch it? Like that makes it rewatchable. Yep. It's the kind of thing that you just can watch over and over again. Um, sure, because sure, there are sure. some great movies that aren't that. You know what I mean? Like it's just like no, mm-hmm. like once it's enough, like it's it's too draining to sit through it, or it's a one-off experience that's not quite the same the second time or whatever. Yep. And they do similar thing with the categories where it's like, um, what's aged the worst, and um, they do like an apex mountain, which is like, is this th- that? Mm-hmm. Did anyone reach their apex in this movie? Um, and like, oh, and, yeah, this is like yeah, yeah, and like who won the movie? So like, um, mm-hmm. uh, like uh, a movie like let's see, going through like The Hangover. I guess you'd say like Zach yeah. Galifianakis probably won that movie. Like he's the winner yeah, yeah, to come yeah. out of that, or it might be the director, or it might be you know anyone mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that was a podcast that I, that I still really like and I li- really enjoyed listening to it but um I particularly I guess have an interest in comedy and like the way that it's aged because yeah not only is it I find it fascinating to just look back at whether things are better now worse now mm-hmm. it can be either kind of go either way but also just the way that comedy has changed. Like the initial thing was the 90s because I felt like that was an era that, I mean, at least you and I grew up watching those movies, those Jim Carrey's, yeah. Adam Sandler's, um, you know, Robin Williams, Eddie Murphy's. And and that was, mm-hmm. to me, an era where those guys were the movie. Like you just go, 
build yeah. it around this person and the rest will come kind of thing. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah, yeah. was a little bit similar in the 2000s. You've got, moved on. That's a very clear distinction. You've mm-hmm. moved on to your Jack Blacks, Ben Stillers, Will Ferrells, um, and those guys like Jim Carrey and Sand. Like, like they're still making movies, but it's not their era. The, the, then the they're not on the yeah. Dipped. They're not on like the top of the mountain yeah. anymore. And then yeah. the thing that kind of inspired it the most was the fact that that's completely gone now. Like that is. There's mm. no concept of a, a movie being led by an individual, um, especially, yep. and like when we covered The Hangover, that was, I think, one of those changing points where no one in that movie was famous when it came out, but it was yeah. the most successful, one of the most successful movies of the year, definitely the most successful yeah, comedy yeah. of the year. One of the most successful, I think it was the highest grossing r-rated movie or i guess r-rated in the states um to date yeah. uh, to, to that point so mm-hmm. you know it broke all those records and proved that you don't need to have will ferrell or owen wilson or whoever in your movie and i yeah. feel like since then that's kind of the way that it's gone like super bad Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go watch the new Jonah Hill movie. It was just, I heard this movie's no. really funny. Um, and yeah, like the the biggest standout cast member in that was Michael Cera, really, leading yeah. up to and it. Yeah, and he hadn't done any movies. Yeah. He was just the guy from Arrested Development, like, essentially, at that point. Yeah. Um, and Seth Rogen was in it, but smaller, and he was only just starting yeah. to really break out at that point, too. So, and you know, after that, mm. it was like Bridesmaids, where it was the same thing again. And um, it's just since then, I feel like even comedies themselves, like, what was the, when was the last time you went to the movies and watched a comedy? Like, they're not really. Oh, it's been a while. They're not blockbuster movies anymore because no. movie studios only want to make movies that are gu- guaranteed make them like a few hundred million dollars oh, I, and everything else i was gonna s- i was gonna say where the millers yeah and that was like probably 2015 um, or yeah. something yeah but uh and i was thinking there was an amy schumer one i went to with my at the time girlfriend train wreck? i think it was train mm. wreck yeah and that was 2015 as well yeah there you go so yeah so that, i think that was the the one that yeah mm. that would have been the last comedy movie I saw at the cinemas. I suppose you could. You know, I was just gonna think of some of the Marvel, Deadpool two. I mean, that really that's the thing is is yeah, like the, the big comedies now are like Ant Man yeah. and stuff the, like that. These Marvel yeah. movies, yeah. So it's just and like Thor Ragnarok, yeah. that's a hilarious movie, mm. and things have just shifted to the point where it's like let's inject comedy into these other films, but we're not gonna make an out and out like. Farrelly Brothers movie, like those guys aren't yeah. doing that kind of stuff anymore. Um, and it's way more likely that yeah. they'll just be like, oh, this movie's going to come out on Hulu or this movie's going to come out on mm. Amazon or Netflix or whatever. So that's, that's an interesting thing. So it's a different time. And that was really what inspired it was to just reflect on that different era yeah, and yeah. how things have changed. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. And, and yeah, it is, it's kind of interesting, when you, especially when you stop and you think about how the errors have mm. changed and things like that. And like, it, it's really sticking in my mind. It's like, shit, what was the last actual comedy build film that I actually went to the movies and seen? Yeah. And like I said, that's tra- I, the one that comes to mind is Trainwreck, which was seven years ago. Yeah. And this is the thing is like back um, then, all these movies made like well not all of them some of these are cult classics like kung pao yeah yeah <laughs> but other ones like a lot of these movies <laughs> made hundreds of millions of dollars um yeah yeah and yeah. now everything that makes that much money is a disney property basically <laughs> exactly or yeah. you know True. or is an is a an ip that exists already that's mm-hmm. being remade or whatever so you know and another another probably another thing that inspired the podcast was and a podcast I did that the first podcast I ever did was called super terrific happy hour. And it was just a podcast general okay. thing where we have a different topic every week. And one yep. of the topics we yep. did was the championship belt of comedy. And we went through like mm-hmm. from 1980 through to like 2014, like who held the championship belt and for how long. And so you're going yeah. like, okay, 1980 it's 
I don't know, Chevy Chase or whatever. And then um, mm -hmm. Bill Murray Stripes comes out, so he takes the belt and he holds it until, you know, Ghostbusters and then he gets dethroned by Eddie Murphy and then Eddie Murphy has the belt for three years. And we went through like yeah, each yeah. year and it was like, okay, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler, uh, you know, Jack Black, mm. Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, Seth Rogen. And then it stopped and it was like, okay, is Seth Rogen the last like big yeah. comedy star that can just have his own movie? I mean, there's still yeah, a yeah, lot of yeah. great comedic stars. There's Kristen Wiig and there's... They're a lot more ensemble comedies now, aren't they? Yes. And it's like, you can, you can have yeah. a comedy and it's like the other guy... No, not the other guys. Um, is it The Last Guys with um, Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe? Oh. Is that what it was called? Oh, um... What was that one called? Uh... The new guys or something Russell like that, wasn't Crow. it? I'm just going to quickly Google that. Gosling. Yeah. The nice, yeah, the nice I, guys. I know the one you're yeah. talking about. The nice guys. The nice guys. Yeah. That's what it was. So now you can just go. Yeah. The other guys was the Will Ferrell. <laughs> yeah. And um, Wahlberg. One with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. So now you can just go, yeah. we're going to put Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling, two dramatic actors in a action buddy cop movie. In a comedy. Or you can go, yeah, we're going to yeah. grab hmm, uh, Robert Downey Jr., and um, Brad Pitt, you know, the or rock. whatever. And it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, the Rock only does movies with uh, Kevin Hart. <laughs> That's true. I was going to make a Kevin Hart reference yeah. there eventually. I was getting to it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I mean, uh, and I'm not, it's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing that it's changed no. in that way. It's just different. And I guess it's just, an, mm. I'm a very nostalgic person. It's It's a fun thing to reflect on how things change yeah, yeah you know and and i've done a, a few what we call like video game book club um episodes mm -hmm. with with um a couple of people and that's just the, the same concept but with video games and it's like yeah yeah you know what's aged the best from mass effect what's aged the best from alan mm -hmm. wake mostly games that have been remade in the last year or two yeah. and seeing it like mm. What was it like when it came out versus now, and what was its influence on it, other it, games? It's it's kind of funny, especially when you're comparing video games to movies, because of the because it's an interactive medium. Mm. So while the story graphics maybe not necessarily, but the story and the idea of the gameplay still holds mm. up. Like comparing like modern gameplay to gameplay of yesteryear is where. I think a lot of the problems would arise. Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, it depends on the genre though, as well. Especially controls. Yeah. But like, I've been been yeah. playing, like as you know, the, replaying. Well, not replaying because I, I just got an Xbox. But I've been playing the <laughs> Halo games for the first time. Yeah, and I've yeah, been yeah. like kind of blown away by how well they handle. And I know that it's like the Master Chief mm. collection, but were they touched yeah. up on? Were the controls touched up? Was it? Um. A little bit, but not really a hell of a lot. Like, they would have been uh, touched up enough so that it would work with the higher frame rates. Yeah. And, like, even um, Halo 4 is 10 years old, and I'm playing that now. Yeah. And that hasn't been touched up. Halo 4... No, Halo 4 plays fantastic. Yeah. And, like, I think Halo 4 is very underrated in terms of the Halo games. It gets a bit of a bum rap because it's the first one 343 did. Yeah. Um, but I... Don't, I actually really liked Halo 4. I didn't like Halo 5 at all. I, I've mentioned that to you before. Um, yeah. But Halo 4, I thought was fantastic. I thought it was a really great campaign. I really enjoyed the multiplayer in it. Uh, I had a lot of fun playing it on like legendary mode with friends and things like that too. Okay. Um, so I, I find the, dis, the discourse and the, the dislike mm. of Halo 4 to be fascinating because I just don't understand what it is people don't like about well, it's, it. It's got a woeful 87 on Metacritic, um, so it's, it's still yeah. quite high. It's just like <laughs> it's still compared quite good. to, I guess, the others are like 92, 94. It's, yeah, exactly. You know. And I, I know like um, yeah. some people considered it to be the best when it came, like the best of the franchise when it released. Mm. Uh, so I'm only a few missions. I might away. be remembering it with rose-colored glasses as well. So I mean, I haven't really played it since 2013, 2014, uh, when I was last playing multiplayer in it. So 
Yeah, like I said, could be very well just remembering with rose-colored glasses there, but I, I still remember having a really good time with it. Um, whereas Halo 5, I don't think I really had a good time with it at all. <laughs> I, I beat the story and I was like, okay, I'm yeah. done with that. I'm just going to put that to the side and it's just going to stay there. I mean, that's, that's um, what most games are, isn't it? But, but not Halo yeah, for you, probably. Yeah, yeah so Halo Infinite, I, I've had a lot of fun with Halo. I really... It, especially with infinite i'd love to go back and play a little bit more of infinite mm. and especially the multiplayer so that's why i'm like really keen for the co-op campaign to come out so i can play it with yourself and uh, brendan play through some yeah, co-op because right. um, that's one of the best things about the halo campaigns is the co-op mm. side of things isn't it strange um, though also like, yeah that it's taken so long to finish this game because mm. it was originally yeah. meant to come out in 2020 2020 yeah so and it came out at the back end of last year and it's still not finished um i mean they made it they made it in time for the 20th anniversary so there's something there but um yeah i it's kind of strange but i've been looking like as as time's gone on more information about the development cycles come out but they've apparently they reduced the whole overall map of the infinite campaign by about I, I think it's about a third of the size of what they originally had in, envisioned. Oh. So, and it's an open world game, and it's actually quite—it's still quite a big, striking landscape. Um, and when you're looking at it just overhead on the map, you you don't realizing how big it actually is, or yeah, how big it is, because I, I I find the map, especially in Infinite, makes it look a little bit small. Right. But then when you're actually in a warthog driving around or you get up into one of the, the flying ships or something like that so you could fly around, it's like, oh, oh, maybe it does take me a little while to get from here to here. I, I might take advantage of that fast load time and um, use the quick travel <laughs> to get there so I get get there a little bit quicker. Um, but it's, um, yeah, I'm very keen for this um, co-op campaign to go like off beta and so we can actually smash that out yeah sounds good um have you tried gears of war yet no um and that's it's it's, no? it's in the like pile mm. <laughs> but it's um <laughs> so similarly to halo do you think that would hold up do i need to go back to the oh, beginning i think gears holds up a lot better than halo okay. does so like especially the, the first gears because that came out originally in 2006 or 2000 end of 2006 or early yeah. 2007 i can't remember which i think seven um from my, from my memory but yeah i and um it's yeah it's still i think is one of the it was the first gears and to a lesser extent that its sequels it was the easily the best franchise on the 360 okay in my opinion um yeah. Well, I, I guess there's less like, of them for I, me to... I played the shit out of Gears 1. <laughs> but have you played it in the last five years? Not in the last five years, but I did... Because they did do a 10-year anniversary for it. Mm-hmm. And re, re-released it on the Xbox One. Okay. So I did pick that copy up of it as well. Sure. And so it's basically just a remaster, but it, and it still looks stunning, the remastered version. So I'd, I'd say play the remastered version of 1, mm-hmm. but then you can probably jump straight into two and three without any dramas at all yeah um gears four is because there's a bit of a time skip on gears four after gears three is probably i think it's like a 25 30 year time skip right uh between the two games um and uh yeah so gears gears five is again it's just a completely i still haven't actually finished gears five it's one of those games because i was playing at co-op with someone and we just never were able mm. to sync up schedules again yeah. to go back and finish it. So it's one of those games where I think I just got to sit down and just go, I'm just going to play through it myself and finish it. Yeah. Um, but they really, after the first opening levels, they changed the formula and turned it into a um, more of an open world sort of game as well, um, which, yeah, definitely adjusts the formula. So I, I do need to go back and finish it. It's funny because since I got my Xbox, I've played... I've Sorry, I've finished... 17 game pass games so i've been working my way through them but i haven't really played (laughs) anything that's current 
gen. Like everything's like fair enough. It's like <laughs> I'm playing either indies that aren't pushing the hardware, yeah. or yeah. you know, like as dusk falls or um, Chinatown mm. Detective mm. Agency and stuff like that. Or yeah. it's yeah, Halo, Halo Two, Halo Three, um, Fable. Yeah, it's yeah. like all these older games that um oh, what do you think of fable that aren't really pushing it uh fable i need to give more of a shot like i was telling because nato's a really big fan and i was like oh yeah. like I, can't, I'm, I think i'm through the tutorial and i'm not really feeling it um i probably put in like two hours and i was just like uh, yeah i'm gonna play something else but i don't know like probably weren't in the right mood for that yeah sort of i just yeah tongue-in-cheek rpg i wasn't in the mood for a 35 40 hour experience at that mm. point i was was like it hasn't hooked me yet so i, I put it down yeah i know just based on its reputation that it deserves a bit more uh interest or a bit more attention mm-hmm. it's just yeah. i just love the chicken chaser you chase chickens <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the the cockney accents and things like that that they put in that show just uh, that game is just awesome yeah, um, but it's also hard, like when, I, I, when something has a reputation, mm. because of how much people enjoyed it when it came out. Like, <clears throat> delete, like, like what you said, kind of about gears. It's like, mm. yeah, like I'm sure you had a great time, but uh, is it still yeah. really good? Because some games you go back to and yeah. you're like, uh, yeah, yeah, like. Uh, I can see the bones or the DNA of something that was really special, but we've we've just mm. moved on since then, and it's it's not yeah. quite the same. So yeah, I, yeah, and that's what like because Gears had the whole cover mechanics and mm-hmm. the blind fire shooting and stuff like that. That was kind of what really introduced all that. Yeah, um, and they did it phenomenally well. It's still in you know it's still in a lot of the games yeah. today. Um, they kind of introduced that um, third person slightly to the side perspective yeah yeah and they kind of mastered a lot of that third person shooter as well before anyone Mm. else um and the first time you use the chainsaw uh on the gun and actually just like chop up one of the locusts (laughs) ah it's just so satisfying yeah (laughs) yeah like that's another game you can play co-op with people too so like that's that's one if you wanted to get some co-op going on that uh, because you can play the entire campaign co-op and i think three and four, you can play four-player co-op through the whole campaign. Sure. So, so yeah, I, I, I haven't, I I haven't really, four, uh, I haven't really pushed the uh, series X to the full uh, mm. teraflop capacity at this point. It's yeah, <laughs> it's it's just you need to check on some of that Forza Horizon. Sorry, yeah, I have played four. Uh, no, that's true. I have played a little bit of Forza, <laughs> um, and uh, that was yeah, that was pretty cool. That was I was I was just like yeah. spinning around driving off road and just mucking around really yep. so but I, yeah that was pretty cool um and yeah in yeah. terms in terms of graphical power i think forza probably is the king in terms mm. of like graphics at least on the xbox um i can't really think of anything else off the top of my head that really push actually strangely enough guardians of the galaxy and i think it was just an optimization thing and it might have also been a like a cache memory issue or something like right. that. But I found as the game, I got I was getting towards the later half of the game, I was getting a lot of frame rate drops. Okay. And things like that, which I found was really, really weird. So, so then I actually ended up exiting out of the game, just closing it out completely. Um, so making sure it wasn't on like quick resume or anything like that. Yeah. And then booting it back up and into the game, and I didn't have an issue again. So it was like there was like some sort of memory crash or something going on in the background where it was really giving me bad frame rate drops. But um, yeah, that's weird. That's the only game I can think of really has given the console any dramas for me. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a good machine for sure. Um, yeah, haven't had any any dramas. It's it's interesting looking at the small mm. differences between it and the PS Five. Like there's things the PS Five does yeah. better. There's things the Xbox does better. Um, which I guess that makes sense. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. There's always going to be those little differences. I I still can't get over how ugly the PS5 <laughs> is. Like, maybe it was a smaller form factor. I wouldn't hate it so much, but because it's just this giant thing mm. that's just... It's so fucking big. 
I can't stand the side of it. Do you have it vertical um, or horizontal? No, I've got it horizontal yeah. and I've pushed it as far back into the TV cabinet as possible so I don't have, ever have to see it. Right. Um, I'm actually looking at getting like the official black blades for it to make it even more hidden <laughs> in the TV cabinet so I can see it even less. See, I, I, I like the controller. Yeah. I just don't like the console. Mine's black. I had someone... I had Tag yeah. Mods spray paint it when it first came out and I've, I've, I, mm. I really like how it looks, especially next to the Series X now that they're two black yep. boys there but yeah no i understand yeah. that it's it's a big boy it's a big chunky yeah boy chunky chunky boy but yeah i mean it's just comically large is that, that and it just uh, baffles me like and like i said if it was in a smaller package i think maybe i could probably get used to the the looks of it but because of just how ridiculously huge it is i, I ugh, it does my head in but i did get the fluorescent pink ps5 controller yeah. so <laughs> i can't really talk about my taste <laughs> oh god have you been playing anything on the ps5 at the moment that you really no d- not really like just, just going through that game pass catalog? yeah I, I actually canceled my ps plus for the first time since i got my ps4 mm. because i was like i'm not using i'm definitely not going to use it for the next couple of months um yeah like stray is the only thing that I would probably play, but that will be yeah. waiting for me when I pick it up again and and sign up for the yeah. deluxe or extra or whatever that PS Plus package is called. What yeah. are they calling um, it? Yeah. But yeah, for now, just working through those games I've missed, Quantum Break, and um, mm-hmm. just a lot of of indies. I'm playing. Uh, Tell me why, at the moment. Oh, yeah. uh, which I didn't even realize was I didn't know the game even existed because <laughs> it was an Xbox exclusive mm-hmm. um, at a time that I wasn't paying attention to Xbox exclusives. Yeah. You, you do you like platformers yeah. at all? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ori, you got to play the Ori. Yeah, games. so I've played the first Ori on Switch when I, and I loved it. Yeah, and I was playing the new, well, the the newer one on the on the Xbox. And I just got I got to a point where I was like I don't know where to go, and I feel really yeah. overwhelmed, and I'm gonna put this down. <laughs> it's like, like kind of how I got with the second yeah. one too. I was like I just I don't. And I'm know like it's kind of just more of like maybe I'm completely off base yeah. here. Maybe the second one revolutionizes the genre, but I, after like an hour or two, mm. I was like it's it's like the first one. I really like the first one. It seems like the same yeah. thing with a few extra little moves, but. Yeah, and it, it's it is very very pretty. It, uh, the only reason why I suggested that as well is because it looks yeah. really pretty, especially the second one looks really pretty on this. It's just frustrating X. having um, such a. It's obviously such a huge world. Like as mm. a as a. I I have a little bit of issues with Metroidvanias in general, mm-hmm. like that. Like I don't mind doing the, the Metroidvania genre, but when they get to the point where it's like I just have no clue where the hell I'm supposed yeah. to go. I, I, like, I know what I, you mean. Like it's, it's like I want it yeah. to be kind of obvious. Like, mm. but like because I, it was an like I've, I feel like I've explored as much as I can in the first area, and there's like yeah. a little marker on the map that's like way away, and I'm like I don't know how to leave this area. Like I can't figure it out. Yeah, and I could look it up, but uh, yeah, uh, you yeah. Know. It defeats the purpose other of stuff it. Like, it's not supposed yeah. to be that hard a puzzle. I definitely, like, um, Hollow Knight, I definitely had to look stuff up of, like, where to go. Yeah. And, like, but it was worth it because that game mm. was special. I, th- it, I think the very best Metroidvania game still ever mm-hmm. has to be Batman Arkham Asylum. I guess you can call that a Metroidvania as a... I mean, it, it's it, it's an action thing, it's, but it's Arkham 3D, Asylum, yeah. it's not like, yeah, yeah, it's three D, but it's it's not like a city where it's a little bit more of an open world sort of thing. Like yeah. Asylum's all contained in this one area, and there is a lot of okay, I'm going through here, and I'm going back. I've got to go. Oh, okay, now I've got to go back to the medical center because mm-hmm. that's where such and such is happening. This thing, and okay, now I've got to go to the Batcave and grab this new yeah. tool that's or put this thing in the computer, and then oh. Now, Poison Ivy's doing her thing, and there's vines all over the map now and all this sort of stuff. Um, so there's a lot of the whole back and forth and especially a lot of little Riddler puzzles and things. I, I just love it is, that game It was so a much. really special game. I haven't... 
I, yeah. I'm someone that replays games. Like I know, like Brendan, mm-hmm. for example, is someone that never replays anything. But I replay. I'm very rare that I do. Yeah, I replay yeah. a lot of games, and I'm kind of holding out for mm. a time to go back and play. Probably, I don't. I think I would probably skip City, but I'd I'd go back and play Arkham Knight. And yeah. I'd play Arkham uh, Asylum, like those two again. Yeah. Because yeah, I replayed Origins as well because Origins has a really good story. Yeah, I played. It's I've underrated. played Origins, but I don't know if I would replay mm. it. But it's still got the best Batman boss fight with the um, Deathstroke boss fight. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and they did the DLC for it where they did um, the Mister Freeze DLC, which was like literal uh, copy of the animated series Mister Freeze okay. episode. Uh, yeah, that was really, really cool, really well done. How they did that, um, and a lot of fun. Mm. Um, Great franchise. Yeah, yeah, fantastic franchise. And Arkham Knight's one that I really want to go back and play again. I I haven't played it since I first beat it really and i was running around doing all the um riddler trophies and i saw how many there actually were i was like no too many 300 yeah. and something or so i was like no i having a laugh no, at that I, point I, like yeah i'm just like no nah, i'm just gonna go back to playing destiny i'm sorry guys <laughs> i'll yeah. go back to my, my little shooter game <laughs> yeah it's um but arkham knight was a game that i felt like got a raw deal um people mm. dumped on it a lot because of the Batmobile tank controls. But I was like, yeah, eh, it's only a few missions. I think the Batmobile, yeah, I think the Batmobile played fine. And I love the Batmobile. The whole tank thing and all that sort of stuff. It was, it was, I, I, I love driving yeah. around the Batmobile and doing the races and stuff. That was yeah. hella fun. Um, but I think it was just overused in the game. Like sure. if they maybe cut maybe about 15, 20% of the Batmobile stuff out. Um, yeah, I think it would have been much better used. That's all. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I think. Yeah. yeah it. Oh, and the the other only other issue and spoilers for Batman Arkham Knight, which is now what a seven eight seven year old game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, the whole Jason Todd reveal thing was just kind of meh. <laughs> Especially when they're leading up to, oh no, it's this whole new villain that we've just created, especially for this. And they're like, yeah, it's not. I've seen this before. It's Jason Todd. No, it's not Jason Todd. It's like, no, you're lying to me. It's Jason. <laughs> and lo and behold, it was Jason Todd. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so like that was the whole, that was the only other thing that really bothered me about the game. But otherwise, I had a lot of fun playing it. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. I-, I love those games. Um, and mm. come back, Rocksteady. I miss. I miss you. <laughs> yeah. Need, need some Rocksteady in my life. Bloody um, Suicide Squad's mm. too far away. Are you keen for Gotham Knights at all? The, the WB one? I'll wait and see. Like, if it's to re- if, re- yeah. if it reviews well and people are, are digging it, yep. then I'll check it out. But it's not something where just on the concept alone, I'm like, yes, get me in there. Mm. Yeah. I think I'm just keen for a quarter of hours video game. So that, that's mm. kind of got me interested enough there. Yep. Um, but Suicide Squad can't come soon enough. I need another Rocksteady game. Yeah, um, that would should, be great. They should try looking at maybe doing a, like a Green Lantern game, I think is what they should okay. try doing. If I was to pick another superhero for them to do instead of a Suicide Squad. I'd be okay with them just doing Batman games forever. <laughs> like, just be the, the Batman That's... studio. Like, <laughs> sure. And then throw in a bit of yeah. Justice League or throw in a bit of Suicide Squad and... That'd be that'd be fine. Yeah. Well, I guess Suicide Squad's kind of like the hey, how can we branch out from mm-hmm. what we've done before? So reinvent the wheel, sort of thing. So yeah, I'm, I'm keen for that as well next yeah. year. Was that co-op the <coughs> Suicide Squad I think, game? I don't uh, think it was. I, I thought it was. Uh, I know Gotham is. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I'm still keen for it either way. Yeah. Running around as King Shark with a great big machine gun. <laughs> yeah, I just watched Peacemaker recently and um, oh, yeah. really enjoyed it. Apparently, they're not caught up in the HBO Max, you know, whatever's going on at the moment. Mm, cancellations. Mm. 
Yeah, well, I think they're still doing because they're filming season two mm. now up in Canada. Okay, yeah. Um, so I'm really keen for season two of that because that was that was a hoot that that show. It was, and it, it, like props to James Gunn because watching mm. Suicide Squad or the Suicide the Suicide Squad or <laughs> the whatever Suicide it Squad. is, yeah. Um, you wouldn't have necessarily gone like, yes, like Peacemaker's going to be the breakout like character mm. from this to get his own thing and be a success yeah. but it's just done so well so much great humor and it works yeah. it works really well um yeah yeah I, I i'm keen to see what they do with it moving forward because that yeah it'll be kind of interesting to see what other heroes and villains they can add to the the group yeah. dynamic i've seen them man who would have thought like who nah. like <laughs> I remember when he, when I used to watch wrestling, when he debuted, and mm. he was just another guy. Like he, the prototype. he didn't have the hip hop gimmick or anything, and he kind yep. of came and went, like kind of disappeared, mm. and then he ke- like went into hiding, and then he came back with that gimmick, and everything was a success after that. But I never thought he was going to be anything. Yeah, and, you know, he's he, what did he do that like the Marine, like that movie was his. He did one of the Marine films. They made more than one? <laughs> and then he's... No, no, no. They, they made more than one Marine film, but he was only in one of mm. them. Um, I can't remember how many how many Marine films there are. Um, the Miz has done like four okay. of them, I think. That's... Yeah. Um, but there was also... There was someone else that did one. I can't remember who it was. Um, I think it might have been Randy Orton did right. one or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So I, I, John Cena. I think one of the things that was a breakout for him that actually made me just laugh was him in in Trainwreck, which we talked about yeah. before. Because he's in that, and his character is actually really funny in that. And I was like, oh, I was not expecting this <laughs> from John Cena. <laughs> yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that was the um, the turning point for. I mean, it was a comedy mm. for starters, like unlike yeah, yeah, uh, you know, the Marine or whatever. So, um, yeah, and then he did um, uh, the uh, Daddy Daddy's Home or whatever it was called. I was seeing that, yeah, yeah. Um, well, he was in the post, well, the end credits, uh, or the end of the movie, the first one, but he was in the second one a lot more. Did you see Cockblockers? Because um, he was the cock blockers i'd yeah. have seen that, that was, he funny was too. pretty good in that too <laughs> yeah again another ensemble comedy though yes. it's not like a i mean obviously he was probably the most famous person in that film mm. but again it was more of an ensemble comedy yeah. there's i'm looking at the poster now there's like six people on it Le- leslie mann's mm. pretty famous <laughs> ike barrett yeah. she's pretty famous yeah i but i think she's not going to sell no, a movie exactly like she, it's not like oh, i'm going to go see the new leslie mann movie <laughs> exactly exactly well yeah john cena sells a movie yeah. so <laughs> yeah um yeah um before we get out into wrapping mm. up mode man like uh what's going on with putting in work you got anything coming out on that soon or anything happening not there? really like that's 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 a show that I, I think about all the time, and I'm like, uh, like, what well, what am I doing with this? Should I put it to bed, or mm. should I? Because because I haven't done an episode. I've done one episode this year, um, and it's really just yeah. like when I have an opportunity to interview someone, I'm just gonna do it, and I'm not gonna mm-hmm. worry about like maintaining a, a schedule or anything like that. And yeah, yeah. there is a really big name that. I've been trying to get and he's interested and keen to do it. Um, but mm-hmm. they're just so busy that I'm just like, whenever you, whenever you, yeah, whenever you want to do it, like you just let me know. And mm. I, I should probably check in just to see where they're at with that. But, um, that's like having that person on the, on the, you know, fishing rod is like the only thing that's keeping me mm. going with it. Um, apart apart <laughs> from enough. also like PAX and the opportunity maybe to interview some cool yep. people at PAX. 
um, once a year. So yeah. that's it. I'm not. I'm not like pushing mm-hmm. it really. Like comedy rewinds the focus. You're gonna do some more episodes at PAX. Another um, maybe something similar to where you did the voice actors thing. Like, are you going to do one of more of the online um, ones or are you going to do just look in person Yeah, things? so depending on who's at, at PAX, I'll try and land a few people. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've usually been able to get some developers that are visiting um, for different mm-hmm. panels. Like, I talked to uh, Graham, who was one of the founders of Devolver Digital at the last PAX. Yep. And there was a woman there from Bungie who I interviewed. And that mm-hmm. was actually what like the audio technica booth you know those guys are legends but they lost yep. the audio for it so it, it never oh, saw no. the light of day unfortunately um oh, and nice. yeah, yeah that kind of sucks because she was she was pretty cool um but you know it happens it, it's um it's the yeah. only lost episode of, of putting in work in a hundred and there was a couple, I think there was a THG that was lost that was recorded at PAX as well. Yeah. Where we actually had like several, I think it was like an hour, to two, uh, like an hour and a half to two hours of recorded mm-hmm. stuff because we did like a start of day one, like just multiple Yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah. Through, and then the, at, by the end of it, it's like we had like it's this two hour show. And I, I don't know what happened to it, but it just got mm. lost somewhere. I was like, man, it's such a shame that that got lost because there was some good yeah. content on those episodes. It's complicated, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens at PAX this year. Like whether they get guests from yep. overseas or whether that's too hard mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. of COVID and everything. So we'll just see. We'll see. And yeah, I'm curious to see how it goes yeah. for you guys. I mean, I'm not going down myself. I I think mm-hmm. we discussed this previously, um, but like. Yeah, I'm 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 very curious to see how PAX goes this year. Um and I'm keen to go down next yeah. year. Um fingers crossed it all well that it turns <laughs> shit again, but <laughs> Do you think you'll have a bit of FOMO? Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. But I I've got a pretty good reason for yeah. not going, so um yeah. Fair it, enough. It's uh yeah, so it's gonna be very much some FOMO, but um the reward I get for not going is going to be ten times mm. better for me. Yeah, anyway. no, fair enough. You'll be so, missed, yeah. but um, yeah, we'll we'll catch you around. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I just told Brendan he just has to come up and visit me at Christmas time. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> his mum. His mum only lives five minutes away from me, so he has to come to Queensland. I don't know. He's got his sister down here. <laughs> I think. I think he said. I was talking to him about this yesterday, and he's like, "It's too hot up there at Christmas. <laughs> she can come down here." <laughs> Fair enough. It gets pretty hot in Melbourne at summertime too, though, doesn't That's it? It's not the same. It might be twenty. It might be twenty-seven. Yeah. Might be twenty-nine. It might be thirty-three. You know. It could also be ten. It could. It could be <laughs> twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, anyway, um, just on more, a little bit more, I'm putting on yeah. in work, man. Like, um, like you obviously started doing that a lot before the eight bit. About a year um, before I joined everything, like, yeah. Yeah. Was there any inspiration for you doing the whole podcasting or, or in particular putting in work? Inspiration. Um, so, I was, so I was a journalist for a long time and then I moved to Geelong mm-hmm. and I wasn't a journalist anymore. And after mm-hmm. a year of not being a journo... <laughs> I had like I had like yeah. a bit of a I, I saw I saw an opportunity to do something and it mostly came yep. like the reason it started was cuz I applied for a media pass to RTX. Were you, mm-hmm. were you at RTX 2017? I did go to one of them. I didn't go right. to uh the f- the first one in Sydney or yeah. anything like so, that. So um yeah, so I got a media pass to RTX and I was like, well, I guess I better make some content. Um and I didn't, yep. you know, I wasn't representing any websites or anything. Um, so mm-hmm. I thought, uh, and, and, and as part of that media access, I got t- to interview Greg Miller from Kind of Funny mm-hmm. and Tim Geddes from Kind of yep. Funny. So I was like, okay, I'm going to interview these guys. What am I going to do with it? I'll start a podcast. I'll yep. talk to a few of my friends who are creative people, musicians, whatever, and... Yeah, I'll see how I go. Maybe I'll get to twenty episodes or something. 
Yeah. And yeah. it just kind of went from there and I re- started reaching out to more and more people mm. and managed to get 140 or something in a row, yep. weeks in a row with, without missing a single episode before I Oof. before I hit pause on it. So I was pretty, pretty yeah, happy yeah, with yeah. that. Um, so yeah, it, it yep. was a combination of that opportunity at RTX mm-hmm. and having that desire to continue interviewing and yep. telling stories and that kind of thing. And it's funny because the reason I asked for that is because PAX, we just, and we just talked mm. about PAX as well. Um, PAX was kind of the inspiration for this because oh, yeah. we'd gone so long without having a physical PAX and it's like, what was the one thing I enjoyed most about PAX? <laughs> Is catching up over yeah. at Bevo, <laughs> <laughs> having a few having a few drinks. Um, True, yeah. So absolutely, that that was that was a hundred percent like what my inspiration mm. for this was. Um, and I always had planned to have you on as a guest early on in the piece, but I also was like, hang on, Jono's the guy that's the interview show. <laughs> I can't have the guy that does interviews on early on in an interview show that I'm kind of uh, was. Uh, I use the term interview show for di- what we're doing here very loosely. Um, but I, I can't have the interview guy <laughs> on, the, on interview show straight up. So I, I kind of always put it off and I was like, no, nah, I've got to, Jono's later down sure. the track. He's later down the track. I can't, <laughs> so I could just show up and just be, no, oh, I think shit. that you I, I actually, it, it feels like I am being interviewed and I think you're doing a really good job, Benny. So mm. don't worry about it. Yeah, it's <laughs> and I, I try to make it very, very casual. Yeah. Hence why we get a, a drinky poo yeah. in our system so we can, you know, kind of have something to chin wag about and uh, also just, you know, makes just calms the nerves and things like that a little bit. I have bit a fun well, fact so about um, Cocktail Club. The last mm-hmm. episode of Cocktail Club Do you remember what it was? It would have been Margaritas with Miss Aliard. Yep, and it came out on the 8th of the 8th, 2021. Okay. Which here's, is tomorrow here's a very for fun people fact out about... there listening. It's, it's, it's almost it's a year, a year. We are recording the, the 7th of August. Yes. I have a very fun fact about the 8th of the 8th. And it deals a little bit with podcasting and my life um, in general. Um but in 2013, and this is kind of when I started, like I'd already been listening to podcasts for a while, but this is when a podcast really became a very large portion of my life. Uh, in 2013, I was quitting smoking. Okay. And I'd driven out to, uh, on the 7th of August, I'd driven out to Warwick for work. No, not to Warwick. I went from Warwick to, down to Warwick and then to Gundawindi from Gundawindi back up to uh, Roma. Mm-hmm. And I'd stayed overnight in Roma for work. Um, and then on the 8th, I was driving back from Roma. Or I'd done the work I had to do in Roma in the morning, and then I was driving back from Roma to home uh, that day. And on the 8th of August, I had my last cigarette ever. Okay. And I... Um, and one of the things that got me through that long, 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 long drive, <laughs> um, and other smokers can attest to this, is like when you're a smoker, like when you've got long drives or stopping at traffic lights and things like that, it's habit to reach for the cigarettes very readily. Right. Um, but one of the things that got me through that was listening to the IGN AU podcast, oh. <laughs> of all things. Okay. So swinging it back around to podcasting, the 8th of August uh, holds a very special... Um, date in my life uh it'll be uh it's 2022 now so it'll be nine years this year without a cigarette so yeah. well congrats that's um thank you very much that was uh two days before i got married as well <laughs> to bring it full circle yeah. a good week yeah yeah bring it full circle to what we talked about a earlier week. <laughs> so yeah so 8th of august holds a special date in my heart uh this week obviously holds a very special time in in your yeah. life as well um but I, I think at this point we'll look at uh, wrapping some things up there, mate. Uh, is there anything you want to plug or put out there for the people? Uh, no, I mean, you know, we've, we've been talking about uh, the podcast, Comedy Rewind, probably the main mm-hmm. thing. So give it a listen. Yep. You can hear both Benny and myself on uh, a couple recent episodes and probably some more in the future too. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, so we'll definitely do some more comedy rewinds. Uh, and obviously, you can check out all the other 8-bit stuff that's going on. Yencast is something else that you were a part of. Yeah, um, 8 Crit is uh, a name yep. you can search to find that podcast. So that was that was a good time. Benny knows a lot about roleplay, mm. tabletop stuff. And it was, you know, uh, Han rolled first. That was my first ever. Yep foray into that with you a couple of years ago now and it was great yep. to do it again in person this time for the the witcher themed one yeah um so yeah you can listen to yen cast first it's called and uh i guess yen there's, cast there's a few first, there's yeah. a few episodes out now but yeah 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 I, i'm keen to i actually haven't sat down and listened to the yen cast thing yet but mm. I, i've got to sit down Is put it, it on my I think I've actually got downloaded on my phone. I just have. Is it the kind of thing that you want to listen to all back to back, or happy to wait a week in between? Or? Um, like if I look look at other RPG podcasts I listen to, I like kind of listen to them in chunks. Um, especially depending on what I'm doing work wise for the day or what my travel is for the day. So like in the morning, I, I have news podcasts I listen to on the way to work, and then on the way home, I just like see the music or whatever else I can find but I'm usually stuck on the phone um, talking to people on the work drive home as well so I don't get a chance to listen to anything um, yeah but uh, yeah so check out 8crit um, or Yencast first on the 8bit channels uh, check out Comedy Rewind uh, check out Putting In Work and look out for Jono hanging around at PAX yes. um, he's and if you're interested in doing any interviews or chats with Jono definitely hit him up um, on the socials at Jono himself um, but yeah man it's, it was awesome having you and awesome having a bit of a chat and a catch up and even though we've had a few of these recently yeah <laughs> um, but yeah no it was still a good yeah, chat definitely. man was, I appreciate it coming thanks, on thanks man it's been, been real fun and uh, the beverage was pretty good too yeah that's it man that's it anyway thank you very much again everyone um, you can find me on the socials at the Sporty 13 and until next time everyone peace love and hugs and stay hungry